everyone and welcome to another episode of Talk Like a Fan. I'm your host Estelle Clapham and I'm really excited that you're joining me. I um, wasn't sure if I was going to do an episode this week of Race Review but um, I found a spare moment so I've decided to go ahead and do it. I'm currently in Paris um, seeing some family and I've been very lucky. Obviously Europe is starting to open up again and after being in lockdown in the UK for a while it's a nice change. So I've been living in Italy for the last few months, so I've still been doing race reviews from there, but um, I just couldn't help myself because this week is a fantastic race review of the British Grand Prix, and what a race it was. So I'm just on my lonesome this week. I don't have any guest host with me, so you can listen to the soothing sounds of my voice. (laughs) But let's jump straight into it. This weekend was a really exciting one because the F1 had introduced a new racing format in terms of qualifying, which we now know as, I mean, some people are calling it a sprint race. The F1 and FIA are saying that don't call it a race because we want to make sure we keep the sanctity of race weekends on the Sunday, but let's call it a sprint qualifying then. That's what I'm going to call it. I'm still not 100% sure what the exact term was, but we're introduced to sprint qualifying this weekend. And that meant that they had a qualifying session on Friday evening and qualifying was replaced with a sprint race, which consisted of 17 laps. And this determined the positions for Sunday's race. It was really quite exciting, but I'm interested to hear your thoughts. So do reach out via the Instagram page and let me know. And although it was exciting, I'm not really sure how these are going to work in the future. If we take, for example, Sergio Perez, he ended up with a DNF, um, which would have obviously been disappointing for him and the team. It was great for the likes of both McLaren drivers who had fantastic starts and managed to make up some places in the grid and both of them really showed their amazing race starts again on Sunday. Um, They just have really, really good race starts, I must admit. This is where they really excel. I mean, I know there's lots of other places that they do well, but I think this weekend was proof that their race starts are pretty impeccable and really a beneficial part of their racing. So if we're going to Sunday's race, I think straight up it was very exciting. And one of the most major things in lap one was we saw a pretty big incident with Lewis and Max, which ultimately caused Max to spin and hit the barriers. Obviously, watching the race was difficult because of that incident. And you never want to see a driver hit a barrier at that speed. I think it would have been a really, really tough decision for the stewards to make. And ultimately, they decided to award a 10-second penalty to Lewis Hamilton, And Max was taken to hospital for further checks. As we know now, Max didn't sustain any serious injuries, which is incredible and and so grateful that that's the case. Um, I'm sure he's very sore and hurting at the moment, but the main thing is that he's okay and that there was nothing too serious to affect him or his racing. And as fans, we know the risks that these drivers take and we want to see challenges, but we definitely never want to see anyone go into a barrier and have significant injuries. Um, Because of the incident, a red flag was called and this completely changed the race because by the time this had happened, Charles Leclerc had taken the lead. In my opinion, Charles drove an absolutely fantastic race holding the position for the majority of the race 
And he was on, only lost the position to Lewis Hamilton, I think, in the last one or two laps. Charles holding off Lewis was just incredible. And he ended up with driver of the day. And I, I think he absolutely deserved it. He deserved every vote for driver of the day because he really was. And I know he was partially upset. He said 50% happy, 50% upset. And I can understand that because you're so close to securing that win and then having it taken away from you in the last couple of laps. But we're seeing Ferrari back probably where they belong, which is exciting. You know, that's where they were when Charles first started driving with them. He was on podiums and winning. And obviously the last season and a half hasn't been that fantastic for him. So it's really good to see him back up there and and challenging the Mercedes because that's where Mercedes used to be kind of getting their challenges from. And now it's obviously handed over to Red Bull, which is exciting, but yeah, anyway. So as I said, Hamilton was served a 10-second penalty, which he took in his pit stop, um, and he still managed to take out the win, which to me just proves that he still got it. I mean, yes, he does have a fast car. I mean, there's not many cars that can kind of come from the back of the grid and make up places like a Mercedes can, but he can drive, and and he's shown why he is a world champion, you know, a seven-time world champion. He really is a fantastic driver. Obviously, Red Bull were upset with this, and they didn't think that it was a fair win and was a bit of a shallow win. Helmut Marco also um, calling Hamilton to be suspended for a race. I'm interested to hear the listeners' views on the incident and what they think. I personally think it would have been too hard to call. Um, I'm not a driver by any means. I think everyone who listens to the podcast know that now. Um, but for me as just a spectator, I, yeah, I think it was two very good drivers not wanting to give up their position. And I guess it becomes a bit of a racing incident, but I mean, Hamilton was ultimately penalized for it. So I guess in a way the stewards felt like it was slightly leading more towards Lewis, but yeah, Red Bull still didn't think that that was a good enough penalty. As you, the listeners know, a firm favorite here on the podcast is Lando Norris. And Lando did an amazing job in his home race. And although he didn't end up on the podium, he brought some good points in for the McLaren team. And what I found interesting is Lando has scored a top five position in nine of the 10 races this season. And not only that, he also has the most consecutive race point finishes in history for a McLaren driver. I mean, that's just incredible. I mean, there's no question about why McLaren have signed him on again because he is just proving time and time again and I've said it before and I'll say it again he is well on the way to being world champion one day I have no doubts in my mind this kid can drive I mean (laughs) he's he's such a fan favorite now and and he deserves it he's a fantastic driver he really is and the good thing about if we're talking specifically about the McLaren team this weekend Um, Daniel Ricciardo also finished in the top five, which made it his first top five since his move to McLaren, which is really exciting for him. And Sainz drove a great race and chased Ricciardo for most of the race, especially towards the end there. Um, But Ricciardo managed to hold him off and fight for the position, which I was slightly worried because I thought it was going to be a replay of Austria, which I saw live. And watching it on the TV, I had a little less... um, I guess, vision because obviously the cameras switch and everything else. So my fear was when they took the camera off the Sainz-Ricardo battle that Sainz was going to 
overtake him. But thankfully, Ricardo held on to the end and managed to score that position five, which is so fantastic for him. Um, I think it must be really frustrating as well, jumping into a new car, trying to learn it, and then the car's going to change again, which F1 revealed the new car this week, which is really exciting. Um, I'm not sure about the look of it. I think the back looks great. I'm not so sure about the long front, but I'm sure from an engineering point of view, um, it's, I'm sure it's a fantastic car, but I'm, I'm excited to see how each team's going to deliver it. I know they've been working hard on their cars for next season. So I'm really, really excited to see next season. And now Ricardo has to learn how to drive a new McLaren car. So let's see how he goes. Obviously, a big mention to George Russell as well, who did fantastic in qualifying and then um, also the sprint race as well, sprint qualifying, whatever we want to call it. Um, But unfortunately, he lost three grid places when it came to Sunday's race um, due to his uh, contact with signs. So disappointing for him, but I mean, again, showing so much promise and um, yeah, proving that he's a fantastic driver as well. I mean, I sound like I like all the drivers and I really do. I guess that's why I follow the sport, but it's good to see the new you know, up and coming drivers, especially when you you know that some of these older drivers are going to be leaving us in the next kind of five years or so. So seeing the new up and coming drivers is really exciting and seeing them doing well is, is just fantastic. And I, I'll try and slip exciting one more time into this podcast episode. <laughs> Something that's not so exciting, though, and something I do want to talk about is uh, something we cover here at the Female Drive all the time. We talk about it, and that is what happened after the race and the racial abuse that apparently Lewis Hamilton has received from fans. And it's really disappointing to hear. It's really upsetting because I love this sport, and I've seen firsthand fans be racist, homophobic, misogynistic, and I know that it's a small amount of people that this exists, but the problem is, is that it exists and there is just no place for this kind of behavior. This is exactly what Formula One are trying to change and the FIA. It's really important to any of my listeners that if you ever find yourself having these kind of thoughts or comments, like don't listen to my podcast, I'm telling you now, because this is a major problem, not just within F1, but a lot of sports, but it's disappointing when you're an F1 fan to know that this exists because it really tarnishes the sport and makes it really unenjoyable. So hearing this, okay, have your opinions on Lewis Hamilton, whether you like him or not, that is fine, but never ever talk about his race. And and why? Why is, is that ever coming into the conversation? Uh, it it just shouldn't be happening and I encourage any of my listeners to really go back and think about how horrible this is and if you know people that are like this, encourage them to educate themselves and encourage them to have more conversations about this because ever mentioning his race, it's just not on. It's got to stop. I mean, he has had this throughout his whole F1 career and it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. I'm not here to lecture you, but I just want to make sure everyone knows my thoughts on it, and I'm sure they do. I'm sure they've heard me interview lots of different people. My whole goal for this podcast is to create inclusion and equity and and it to be a safe space, an enjoyable space, 
And I hope that that's why you listen. I hope it's not just for the F1 content, which is great, I'm sure. Um, I hope it's because you see what, what I'm trying to do here. So anyway, positively moving forward, hopefully we're going to be seeing less and less of that. And this is the, the start of hopefully something new, especially now it's great. All the teams are standing behind it. The F1 standing behind it and calling it out where it needs to be called out. So, I mean, it's fantastic. I, I, I'm hopeful for the future. Anyway, that's all from me this week. I'm going to keep it short and sweet because um, I'm on my own and you don't want me yelling down the, the microphone at you. But I hope that you've enjoyed um, the review this week and I hope you enjoyed the British Grand Prix. I was so excited to watch it. It was very interesting. It's now obviously brought Lewis Hamilton closer in the championship. Um, so let's see. Let's see who's going to win it this year. Now it really is on. It's a battle. Okay, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you join us again um, for the next race review, which is the Hungry Grand Prix. Hopefully it'll be an exciting race. There you go. There's another exciting for your ears. <laughs> Hopefully next time I can think of another word other than exciting. But if I can round up the British Grand Prix... It was exciting. <laughs>